Hi, welcome to the Little Aussie Podcast featuring Dawson Haywood and Tyler Keaton. We are the only two today because all these other bums decided they didn't want to check in today. What's up, TK? It's all good. We're, we're going to have a great time. We're gonna have a great we time. are going to have a great time, even though it's just two of us. We're going to have a great, fantastical time. So, TK, should we uh, – actually, let me get started off with this. We are presented by OK Listen Here Sport Media. Go do the dang uh, Perfect Week Challenge. That's what you need to do. Uh, it's on the blog. You pro- find it on their Instagram, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Um, so, TK? Yes. Um, I got to tell you about my weekend, man. Yeah, what, what is this – what is this encounter with so, Jesus you've been talking so, about? So, yeah. So, I had an encounter with Jesus this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I am, like, full on. Like, I saw Jesus perform a miracle. So, <laughs> listen. So, obviously, you were there, too. So, you know what I'm referring to. But we got to tell the people about our encounter with Jesus. Yes. Okay. So, what is it? Like, the third uh, quarter oh, of the yeah, Lenore oh, Ryan? Yeah. This encounter with Jesus. For, uh, yeah, uh, I think okay. it was third quarter, late third quarter. Yeah, so it was like the late third quarter of the Lenore Ryan Limestone game, right? And Limestone lines up to punt the ball because they suck and they can't get past the 50 yard line if their lives depended on it. Almost like Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> they're sitting there and they're pu- about to punt the ball. Okay. And oh, they man. snap the ball and the fucker gets going. And he does get the ball away, but he gets hit in the act. And boy, does he go down hard. He got, murdered. I mean, he literally got murdered. I, w- I wish, I wish this wasn't just a, a, a voice recording podcast. Because I, I really want to show the video of it. I've yeah, got the I, yeah, I wish we could too. I'm it sure somewhere it's out there. Murdered. Yeah, so he got murdered by just like a little tap of the defensive end, right? Just a little tap, and he was down. Homeboy was down, murdered, six feet under, in the grave. Mother is weeping. I don't know if Mother, I was Was he, he hit got, that hard? He got rocked. Did he get rocked? Yes. Okay, well, anyways. Homeboy gets down on the ground, and he's just... He's down. Mother is weeping. Whole family there <laughs> dressed in black. Just, he is done. Done. Okay, he lays on the ground, and he's dead. Okay. Well, miraculously, he gets up. Okay, he gets up, and his, his trainers go over, and they pick him up, and they bring him to the sideline, right? So he's alive. That's, okay, first off, that's miracle number one, and also... If you hear a little bit of squeaking in the background, that is my dog playing with the pets. Not the pet squirrel. That'd be kind of brutal. She's playing with the toy squirrel that I gave her. <laughs> and if you hear a girl laughing, that's Sydney in the background just cackling. So, anyways. Lenore Ryan gets the ball. And how did, how did it happen? Lenore Ryan got the ball. And they didn't really do anything on that one drive. So then Limestone got the ball back, Correct. I believe so. Can we shut the dog? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. <laughs> Can we shut the dog? I'm gonna be honest with you. All, all all I really pay attention to is third downs and defense. Okay. Well, that's, not, that's not true. That's not true. I just don't remember that what happened after that. Okay. 
But anyways, Limestone gets the ball, and they get three and outed. So Mr. Punter guy, who just five seconds ago was dead, we attended his funeral, TK. Oh, he was back out there. Oh, yeah. He was back out there. And let me just tell you, I saw Jesus park the heavens and come down and carry that kid's punt a good, like, 80 yards down the field. It was the best punt I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. Easy easy 5-0 hang. It was, yeah, like it was, a, it was a punt for the century. Like that kid, I want to you know, Limestone um, ain't much of a team, but that kid could go pro. I want to look and see what, how far that punt went. Because that I'm was sure a far, it was, it really was a far punt. Because I remember it was on like the other side of the field, and it got within like the twenty or the fifteen, yeah, let's or see. something. So it was every bit like seventy yards, I think. But don't quote me on that. I, I'll see if I can find it, but yeah, anything. but um. But yeah, so we just we encountered Jesus this weekend, and it was amazing. And like, I'm like, I'm actually going to get baptized this weekend because of it. <sighs> Again, for like for like the fourth. No, I've been baptized like three times. That's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, that's a whole nother discussion for a whole nother podcast. So, but <laughs> we won't get into that one. But um, yeah. So Lenore Vine, what are what are y'all now? What's y'all's record? We are now five and two. Okay, so y'all are five and two now. Which puts y'all what tied for second or third place? We are uh, right now. We are in fourth place. You're in fourth place behind who? Marshall, Newberry, and Winget. Okay, and what's all their records? Winget or Marshall is four and one. Wait, this is this has not been updated yet. That's that. Come on, TK. You're supposed to know this. You're you're yeah, literally I, on I the team. I'm I'm looking at the sack website right now. Oh, uh, I know Winget. I know Winget is number one. I think I think these are all in conference. Yeah, this is all in conference overall. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on. I, I, I was looking at the wrong thing. Uh, in uh, we need another G. We need Jesus to come back down and perform a miracle. If you remember in their records. In in conference, LR is four and two. Mars Hill is four and one. Newberry is five and one, and Winget is four and zero. Oh. They're in first place. They've only played four games in conference. Okay, so there's three teams in the conference right now that need to lose one to two games. So Newberry there are two teams. One more. No. Two teams need to lose two games, and one team needs to lose one game. Correct. Right. Okay. So there's still a chance. How many games do y'all have left in conference? We have two more. Because Bart Barton. Is not yeah, that was an upset. Um, Barton beat Winget, but Barton's not in conference. We play Winget this week. If we beat Winget, we'll go to we'll go to five and two in conference. Winget will go to four and one in conference, and so that still won't be enough for yeah. So you kind of need like you right now. There's no way LR wins out straight up. We it would have to be a tie. Uh, That's no fun. No fun at all. Yeah, um, so Winget's got to lose the next two games, and then you said what? Mars Hill and what's the other school? Winget will have to win. Winget will have to lose two games, and Newberry uh, and Mars Hill will have to lose at least one game for y'all to even. I, I think so. Person. Yeah. Mm, so that's tough. We'll see. We'll see how. It yeah. Goes. So okay. So with your brother on the team now, so you have what? Three rings. How many rings do you I have? have? Two. I have two. Okay, so you have two conference rings. Yes. Do you think your career is going to be filled with more rings or your brother's? Like, in all honesty. I honestly like, do don't think- know. It depends. It depends on that. See, I mean, in these past couple of weeks, I see I see LR 
starting to play like we used to again. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, if and y'all are a young and y'all are a younger team this year, aren't we? You? Have no, we have we really don't have any in between. It's either we either have freshmen and sophomores or we have seniors and grad students. There's really no in between. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the guys that actually play are freshmen and sophomores. Are. So yeah, so they'll be pretty good for years to come if if Saturday. Now, granted, it was against Limestone, but if Saturday and this whole season is any indication of what's to come, if this is the worst season that Carson's class has, and those who don't know, Carson is TK's brother who is a freshman at LR, but redshirt freshman, might I add. Yeah. Um, but if this season is any indication for what their future holds you know lr is going to be on up there for a good little bit i hope so i hope so so. yeah me too and then so i guess that kind of leads into you know kind of our next topic lr they're expanding the stadium as you know i clearly saw this weekend y'all got like temporary bleachers up there yeah y'all are that's that's for another reason when we built the new weight room there they found something they had to uh they had to look at the stands and they weren't up to code, so they had to tear those down. And uh, those, I gotcha. Those have See, been torn down for two years now. So yeah. So what I heard was LR might actually be in the running to go up a division. Possibly. I mean, the FCS. They've been they've been talking. It's been in the talk like low key. Nobody's straight up said, "Hey, we're." We're moving up a division. Yeah, but it's definitely but, in the conversation. Right, and that, that's the reason why we're expanding the stadium. And that was one of the big points was um, that with this new stadium, uh, capacity will be in line with the Big South Conference. Yeah, so the Big South or the Southern Conference is what I heard too, one, one of which is two. what Western's in right now. Right. Which yeah, I, I I've been that, advocating for since I started – Okay, listen here. I think I even wrote about it in one of my very early articles. I think Lenoirine going to the SoCon because I think they could compete right now. I I I think we could too. I also, but I think now. I mean, SoCon's not out of the question. That's not unrealistic. But I think it would be more realistic. I mean, Western Carolina's in that conference. The Big South. (laughs) So I I mean, come on. Right. I think it would be more realistic for us to join the Big South. No, I who mean, else, in, who else in the Big South? I don't even know who's in the Big South. Uh, Big South, uh, Gardner Webb, uh, Monmouth. Hold on, let me look. Oh, but it's Gardner Webb's conference. Yeah, I see. That, that's only that's only like an hour away. Which I mean, Wingate's only an hour away. So, Big South is uh, Kennesaw State, Monmouth, Campbell, Oh, Antique, Gardner Webb, Hampton. Uh, Robert Morris, North Alabama, and Charleston Southern. Those are some. I mean, those that's are actually some, a that's actually a really good. Con- I think that's a really yeah. good conference for Lenore Ryan. It's a strong conference, and I mean, plus like Lenore Ryan, you know, other than football too, y'all are really good at a bunch of other sports, aren't you? Yeah, uh, like I know, like lacrosse, a lot of like team. the boot, like yeah, like the bougie sports, like lacrosse, and what else? What well, else are y'all good at? Miss lacrosse is legit. Like, uh, I mean, they we just. They just went to a national championship. That is right. I remember that. Spring. Um, I mean, there are some others like like soccer. I can't remember men or women's soccer, but uh, they're conference champs. They've been conference champs for the past couple of seasons, I think. And then um, I feel like yeah, your baseball uh, team's good for what? Why do I think your baseball team's good? Our baseball team is okay. We could be better. Y'all have uh, been good. Like, y'all won a conference right here recently, haven't you, in baseball? I don't think so. 
Oh, okay. I don't know. Not, I might be wrong on that, but I don't know. Who knows? Um, but uh, I mean, if we moved, to, if we went Big South football, I think we'd be good with most of those teams. For neck sure. Neck, other than maybe Kennesaw State. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, so, yeah. I mean, but if we went, if we went Big, if we went SoCon, I think it would be a similar situation. I think it. I think it'd be very competitive. I think y'all would be very competitive in the South. Mercer, Mercer's good this year. ETSU is decent. I mean, they're, yeah. they're both – them and uh, Mercer are tied for – Yeah, for ETSU, Mercer, play. VMI, and Chattanooga are all – They're all one loss. at a one loss for the whole season for – right. for the conference. Right. Which – Overall, ETSU is 7-1. and one, Mercer is 5-2. and two. Yeah, and so is VMI. And yeah. then Chattanooga is 4-3. Yeah, but, again – some of those were FCS, hey. or FBS teams. So, hey, I mean, Western's not in last place. Western is not in last place, and that's all thanks to <laughs> our win against the Citadel. Thank God, I hate the Citadel. Did I talk? I think I touched up on the Citadel. Uh, last yeah, week. last week. Yeah. So go back and listen to last week's podcast if you want to know why I hate the Citadel. But I won't go back into it again because I'll just piss myself off again. So, <laughs> and Sydney doesn't want me to be pissed off. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But, but, but yeah, um, I mean, I mean that that I think that's one thing uh, that that it, we hope will come out of a new stadium. Yeah, I think uh, so too. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's just I, I think, think I think it's time for a revamp anyway. I think so too because y'all are there. Yeah, but all right, let's move on from Lenore Ryan. I know you like talking about it, and we could talk about it all day. But this is not a Lenore Ryan podcast. We have other matters to attend to. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, so let's start digging into the AP top 25. I'll let you pull that up real quick. Yeah. Just so you can kind of see. And do you want to start? Do you want to start at number one or do you want to start at 25? You want to work your way up? Let's just start at number one. Let's start at number one. Okay. Okay, Georgia, no brainer. There's no brainer Georgia should be number one. Right. Okay. Number two, Cincinnati. I know I harped on this last week. But I still do not see a reason why – I mean, Cincinnati, don't get me wrong, is good. But they just beat Navy by seven points. Navy's not ranked. They should have – yeah. Can you say that louder into the speaker? (laughs) I said Navy sucks. Yeah, like Navy sucks and they barely beat them. Like, come on. So, Cincinnati, I'm going to harp on it again. They're not a top four team. No. No. I mean – and then the rest of their season is easy. And, I mean, if Alabama, OU, OSU, Michigan, Oregon, and Michigan State all went out, those are all teams that could very easily be ranked above Cincinnati if they went out. Right. So. And, I, I mean, we talked about this. I, I sort of had I, – I mean, I hadn't had a good look at Cincinnati's schedule. They it's play, trash. It's literally garbage. They play too late. They play in the American week. Athletic Conference. I mean, they beat right. Notre Dame, but Notre Dame almost lost to Florida State, who sucks this year. And like, I don't think they. That's deserve their only to be, quality win this year. I don't think they deserve to be ranked above Alabama. No, absolutely not. That's just asinine. I don't think they deserve to be ranked above Oklahoma. I no, absolutely. Oklahoma run all over them, especially right. with Caleb Williams in now. And we we said this now. If Spencer this. Rattler was still in, Cincinnati would freaking truck them. Cindy, can we get a few comments on Spencer Rattler? I set you up. Talk about Spencer Rattler. <laughs> I have one sentence. Go to say for it. About Spencer Rattler. Go for it. He sucks. 
<laughs> that's it. That's just that's a small statement. That's barely a I sentence. Know. I think Wake Forest deserves to be ranked higher than Cincinnati. No, yeah, Wake Forest definitely top ten team. Definitely a top ten team right now. Wake Forest just put seventy points on Army. Not, that's facts. That's ridiculous. But they are above Texas A and M, which I don't know. I I don't know about Texas A and M. I don't know where they should be. I think they're respectfully at fourteen. I think that's a good spot for them. Yeah. And then let's dive through. Let's see. Notre we got Ohio State Notre at Notre five, Dame. Michigan at six. That'll be a good matchup this year. Do you think Oregon at seven? Do you think Notre Dame is good enough to be at eleven? Do I think they're good enough to be at eleven? Like, are you saying they should be lower? I mean, do you think they should be at eleven? Do you think they should be lower? I mean, I mean, here's the thing: knowing how the AP works, their only loss is to Cincinnati who evidently is the number two team in the country. So with that logic, yes, they should be at number 11. But if we're looking at how they compete against the teams that they've played. USC, Virginia Tech, Wisconsin, that's a quality win for them. Purdue, okay. Toledo, okay. They beat Florida Florida State State in overtime. I don't know. I could see see Notre Dame. I mean, just knowing how the AP works, like, yes, Notre Dame probably should be between 11 – you know, from the AP, I can expect it, but in my own personal opinion, I'd say somewhere between 13 and 16. Because looking at this, Wake Forest, Texas A&M. You said who? Wake Forest and Texas A&M, I think, should be ranked above them. Kentucky should be sure. ranked above them. So I'll put the, I'll put them at like 13, 14 in my list if I have to make a list. You know what? Maybe that's what I'll do this week. I'll go and make a list. Y'all can piece out on the blog later this week whenever I get to it. No, Coastal. Coastal, yeah, they lost to App State, so right. who was not ranked, but App State is a good team. App State's good. Yeah, like I mean, I think they only have one loss on the season. App State was 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 it ranked top twenty five how long ago? Last year? Last, last I mean, yeah, it was last year, but like I mean App State is a good team. I mean, they lost to they lost to Louisiana. That's who they lost to. Yeah. And Miami. So I mean two quality teams, I guess. Right. If you consider Louisiana a quality team, but I don't know. But <laughs> I, that's just I don't know. I don't know. It's I. You know what? This week I'm I'm gonna make my own top twenty five and just put where I think everyone should be because okay. I'm always right and the AP is wrong. I'll, I can. Yeah. I am a part of the press, so I don't why think I don't it, have votes on this. I don't know. Yeah. Going back to that, I don't think Cincinnati should be top four. But definitely no. not. Definitely not a number two. No, definitely not number two. I might would put them at four. I might, might would put them at four just to have them in. If you're gonna put them anywhere, put them at yeah. four. Alabama, they're not better. Than, they're not better than. And again, no. if Spencer if Spencer Rattler's playing, I would say put them at three. That's if Spencer Rattler's playing. That's yeah. So, but with Caleb Williams playing, put them at four. Yeah. Yeah. So now, if Michigan wins out the season and is undefeated at the end of the season. There's no reason Cincinnati needs to be. There's no reason a Big 12 team should not be in the top four, and Cincinnati is. So, I mean, if Michigan or Michigan State wins the Big 12, that needs to be the team that goes into the playoffs and not Cincinnati. Because you'll have two SEC teams, you know, OU and a Big 12 team. Now, I mean, we talked about this last week a little bit, I think, but I I don't – and I mean, I think this is the consensus with a lot of college football fans that I don't like the four team 
Me neither. I, I mean, I honestly think they should do it like the FCS and just do 25. 25. Division two and I, do think 25. Is, I think 25 is too big. I, I definitely think it should be eight. I like the twelve. I like the twelve-team format. Give the top four teams a bye week, so there is some incentive to give them the four. Sure. Well, so well, it'd be like OU versus Kentucky, Ohio State versus Notre Dame. That'd be a good matchup. Michigan and Ole Miss. I think. Am I doing this right? I don't think I am. I think I'm off. You would do the first seed against the well. The first, the first four would have a bye. Yeah, but yeah, it'd be like Ohio State. And Kentucky, if you're doing 12. Notre Dame, Michigan, Oregon, Ole Miss. Oh, Michigan State and Iowa. Right. The, the two the two middle middle of the road teams would play each other. It would go out from there. Yeah. So, yeah. I see. I see. Sorry. I, yeah, I had it right the first time. Yeah. But, yeah. I like I like the 12-team format. 25 might be a bit extreme. I'll, I, you know, I'll redact that statement. 25 is a bit extreme. I mean, 12, 12, I would do 12 at the most, 8 at the minimum. I think yes. that would be the best. Yeah, I think so too. The only thing I don't like about a 12-team or an 18 format is you are going to have some teams where it's like, it's like, you know, you can lose a game or two and that's, you know, if you're like an Alabama or, oh, a, yeah. or a Georgia, yeah. you, know, you can lose two games and be totally fine. But like, and I, I think, right now, it's like if you lose a game, unless it's to – I mean, Alabama lost to Texas A&M, but it's Alabama. So, of course, right. there's going to be a little bit of bias there. But, like, right now, every game is a playoff game. Right. You know, Ohio State lost, and look at them. They're, they're currently sitting at number five on the outside looking in. Right. So, I don't know. I, I like the 14 format in the sense that it makes every single game each week, like, right. just super – competitive but i don't know i do kind of like the 12 team because you would see some teams you know competing for a national title in the postseason all right so now, you see some teams like kentucky and iowa right. competing right now now do you want to you want to look at the teams that they're playing and sort of think outcomes or how 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 the top 25 could change based on the outcomes of these games like i see Michigan is playing Michigan State right there. That's two. That's six. Number six and number eight. I don't know. I don't know if the top twenty-five would change all that much. No. Based on the outcome of that game. No. I mean, now if Michigan lost, you know they'll probably drop down to like ten to thirteen. Yeah. And you know I would even say Michigan State would probably drop down to that spot too. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. I mean, respectfully, that's probably where they would end up. I'm just looking at it and I'm trying to think where I would put them, but. I don't know. I've always been like, if Michigan lost to Michigan State, if it were me, I wouldn't put Michigan any lower than 10. But that, really? I don't know. That's just me because they're so close and they're both quality teams. Yeah. And you could kind of mix and match. Like, like if you're Oregon at number seven, you could mix and match them with Ohio State, Michigan, who right. are five and six, and Michigan State and Iowa, who are eight and nine. I mean, I just think like the, the, the four teams that surround you, you can kind of maneuver them around just a tad yeah you know like and like that's what i'm saying with like cincinnati like with oklahoma like oklahoma sitting there at four but you could kind of mix and match them with maybe not alabama but at least cincinnati right and ohio state and michigan you know i could argue that ou could be number five or six yeah sydney's giving me a very angry look right now but i mean you have to agree with that 
okay, Homer. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, like but like do you get what I'm saying? Like I think you can mix and match it, you know, go out about two positions. Yeah. And that's about how you can mix and match a team if you really wanted to get down to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um so. Are there any teams in the top 25 you don't think should be in? I mean, I think I still think Oklahoma State is ranked way too high. Yeah. I do not like Oklahoma State being like above a 20. Yeah. Why? Because I mean, Oklahoma who, who, State, they're not going to win any meaningful games. Texas. Who has Oklahoma State? The AP has them at 15 right now. I mean, they have been good. They're six and one, but like, okay, they are pretty good. But still, oh dang, y'all watching TV or something? TK? Sorry, that was my laptop. I have no idea what that was. Good job. You're probably on ESPN or something. Sorry, <laughs> from Oklahoma's perspective, we only hate OSU when we're playing OSU. But you want OSU to be good the rest of the year? Yeah. Okay, so to that point, Texas. Texas, you want to see lose all the time? Yes. Okay. So, to that point, I kind of feel that way. I know I'm kind of going off the rails here, but we've got about two and a half minutes before we have to go on break. But to that point, being a Carolina Tar Heels fan, I'm kind of the same way. I want to see Duke be really, really good all season long so that when it comes to that Carolina-Duke game, it's two really good teams playing each other. It's like the Amen. best rivalry ever. Amen. I'm going to be Depending honest. Depending on where you're from. But, I love Duke. I love Duke. Uh-huh. I, have, I have no hope for Duke football. No, Duke football is going to be absolute garbage for like I, the rest of eternity. But let me make this point before we got to go on break. I would rather see Duke win every single game and then Carolina beat them than see Duke lose every game and Carolina just absolutely wipe them out. Like, I want to see a close game against two really good teams. But I think Carolina's Texas is NC State. I hate NC State. Like that, I despise NC State. Yeah. So, it's yeah, yeah. It's really like the the whole the whole those three teams in Raleigh right there. They're all kind of yeah. But like, I, mean, I don't know. It's like NC State's like the little brother, and I don't know. Duke is like the twin almost. No. But that rivalry is just so yeah. good. I mean, it's, they're right there, like neck and neck too. Like in basketball, they're like it's no. like. What? Speak, speaking of NC State, do you think NC State deserves to be in top 25? I think so. Well, I don't know because they just lost to somebody, didn't they? I haven't. I, haven't I think really. they did. They just lost to somebody. I can't think off the top of my head and looking on ESPN. But you know what? How about this? We'll go on break, do a monster supply ad read, and then we'll touch up on NC State and then get into some NFL football. How's that sound? That sounds great. All right, perfect. So, yeah, this is an ad read. Uh, the Little Aussie Podcast is brought to you by Mantra Supply. Mantra Supply is here for all of your branding needs. Everything from logo creation. That's a really good one. I don't know what Sydney's doing over here. She's doing something trying to distract me from this ad read. What are you doing? What are you doing? Do I even want to know what you're doing? 
I promise I'm not talking to myself. She's just being very quiet right now. Can you can you say some words so that people know I'm not crazy? Hello? Memphis, give us some ASMR real quick during the ad read. Okay. But Mantra Supply, they are here for all of your branding needs from logo creation, website design, t-shirt printing. They go above and beyond. They got a lot of great things coming right now that's yet to have been announced. Um, but do stay tuned with Mantra Supply. Follow them on Instagram and across all social medias. Mr. AKG Williams, Austin Keith Grant. He's doing great things over there. Uh, I know he's taking a few flights out recently to some places, of which I will not reveal. I'm going to let him reveal it, but let me just tell you, you want to follow Mantra Supply. <laughs> you want to follow Mantra Supply and see all the cool things that are coming that way. Uh, but anyways, let us get back to the podcast before Sydney starts doing weird Sydney things back there. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Can you finish the song? Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's get on the topic of NC State. NC State top twenty-five team. Yay or nay? See, who I got to just who did they just to. lose to? I have no clue. I lost it. I had it. I, had I lost it, it too. I had it. I did too. Okay, this is it. gone. Forever. Thanks. Aaron Hernandez. What? Oh, forever. They lost to Miami. Oh. As the number well, 18 team. Then yes. They lost to Miami as the number 18 well, team. How and now they're out. They but lost by a point. They did. Yeah, they did lose by a point. They lost by one point. But, okay, actually, Miami's really not that good. They're three and four on the season they were two and four coming into the, okay so i guess i can kind of understand why the ap would take nc state out but i don't know looking at it now knowing how bad clemson is now i guess we really kind of get a real feel of how much of a like that win for nc state wasn't that it wasn't yeah. a quality win because Pitt yeah. just beat nc or Pitt just beat clemson so yeah. Now, later in the season, we see that, that win wasn't really as significant as we thought it was. But now with NC State losing, Wake Forest is now the front runner in that division. And I think Pitt, Pitt is now the front runner in the other division of the yeah. ACC. So, I, you know, honestly, I'm just glad we're going to see right now, as it stands, I'm glad we're going to see two teams make it to the conference finals that we haven't seen for a while. Like, I don't think – I can't even remember the last time Wake Forest won. I don't think Wake or Pitt has ever won an ACC title Dude. in my lifetime. Was it 2017? No, 2007. 2017, are you shelled? 2007, Wake Forest, was that, was that the last – the the uh, Orange Bowl? I, was that 2007? I don't know. You tell me. I got. I got a Wikipedia of this because now it's going to kill me if I don't figure it out. Okay, so there's championship game era. Okay, here we go. Champions by year. So, 
It's been Clemson, 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 Clemson. Florida State in 2014, 2013, 2012. Clemson 11, Virginia Tech in 2010. 2009 was vacated. Georgia Tech defeated Atlantic Division champion Clemson in the NCAA game, but the NCAA later vacated this win. I'm going to touch up on that last next week. I want to know why it was vacated. Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech, 2006, Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, it's been since 2006 since we saw Wake Forest win. When Was it Pitt in the Big 12 at some point? I'm not sure. <laughs> Do you know, TK? I don't know anything. <laughs> Why are we doing a podcast then? No, yeah, wait, wait, Wake Forest did win the Orange Bowl in 2007. That's what I was thinking, but that wasn't the ACC. No, it wasn't the ACC title. I mean, they did win the ACC title game that year, but now it's going to kill me to know whenever Pitt won a conference because I feel like they were in a totally different conference not too long ago. Oh, I don't pay attention to Pitt, please. Who does pay attention to Pitt? Because I feel like they just entered the NC, they just entered the NCAA not too long ago. Oh, they have claimed they have nine claimed national titles. Pitt does. 19, 15, 16, 18, 29, 31, 34, 36, 37, and 76. They've only won two conference. And they have eight unclaimed national what? How do you have an unclaimed national title? That doesn't make sense to me. They were in the Big East. Yeah. Okay, and then they went up to the, okay, 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 okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Makes sense. I guess it does. They, they were independent till the nineties. Were they? Oh yeah. I get. Oh wow. They really were, weren't they? Yeah. No wonder they have so many claimed and unclaimed national titles. Dummies. Y'all aren't good. Y'all don't have any national titles. Shut up. Jesus. Doesn't count. Does not count. Unless it does. I mean. They won a division. They won the division. They have a few undefeated seasons. They went 12-0 in 1976. They were the unanimous four consensus poll selectors. So the AP, UPI, NFF, and FWAA, whatever those are. So maybe they do have an actual national title. You know what? We'll cover – put that on the list for next week as Pitt. I want to, I want to talk about Pitt's national title. You want, <laughs> you want to get the whole I want to talk about – I really want to get into Pitt's national titles next week. The Pittsburgh Panthers? Yes, the Pittsburgh Panthers national – we'll just get into the whole topic of who has, like, the most unclaimed, like, unofficial national titles. Okay. UCF. <laughs> they, didn't they, they, put, didn't they put something up in their stadium? About winning a national championship? I believe so. I feel like they did in 2017 when they went undefeated because they felt so disrespected and got their panties in a wad. And they were just like, oh, well, yeah, we're national title champion. We could have beat Bama. Hey, man, that's what I was or whoever say. whoever won Bama, that year. Bama, Clemson, whoever. They they Bama, shut up. Man. Cincinnati's not going to win it this year. And it's just going to prove it. I hope Cincinnati makes the top four just so that it yes. shuts everyone in the American <laughs> Athletic Conference up. Or whatever conference that is. Oh, dude. Like, I hope they, they all just shut up. If you're in a group of five, like, yes, you can still be a good team, but you're not a national title contender. Drop them down to four. Let them play Georgia. 
Yeah, for game one, please. Oh, let them let them please. get rolled. Caleb Williams is in. I'll harp on this. Oklahoma is better than Cincinnati with Caleb Williams. I'm gonna harp on this until it happens. Until Cincinnati <laughs> loses to some ranky dink team, probably SMU. I hope they lose to SMU. That would be a dream. They'd be like, all right, shut up, guys. They'd be like, oh, we had a we had a national title season if we didn't lose that one. No, shut up. No, you didn't. Who'd you play? You beat Notre Dame, who almost lost to Florida State. So shut up. Just shut up about the sun. It was it was week one, all right? It was week one. Yeah, it was but... week one. It was week one. But it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, still. Mm. I don't care. Anyway. Anyways. Should we get into some NFL now that sure. we're here? All right, let's get us into some NFL as Sydney strokes my beard (laughs) for whatever reason. All right, let's get into some NFL. Thursday night football, we had the Broncos and the Browns, and boy, what a game. Did you see that game at all? I did not. You did not. That was a night before – well, I guess guess that wasn't the night before the game. But, I mean, Thursday's a pretty big night for me. Oh, fair enough. But, anyways (laughs) – I, I mean, Baker Mayfield didn't play, but Case Keenum right. went out. I mean, he didn't have the best game in the world. I mean, he went 21 for 33, 199 yards, one touchdown, 46.6 QB rating. I mean, so it's kind of crappy. But regardless of all that, they went in first quarter, 10 points, and then third quarter, Denver scores. Yeah. Cleveland puts up a field goal. And Denver scores again, putting the game at 17 to 14 with 523 left. And Cleveland held them off. So, you know, Cleveland, Baker Mayfield's in the game, it wouldn't have even been close. But Cleveland, they're yeah. They, I think they'll make a run this year. I think you they'll make so. a run this year. I don't think they're gonna win it all. Oh, no, no. They'll make, they'll make a run this year. I would love to, I would whenever love we to. get to them, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a little bit of time on Cincinnati whenever we get to them. But for the sake of moving on, let's move on. You know, I like to move on. Giants Panthers. I think this was, in my opinion, this was like a make or break game for Carolina because it's like I said last week. Yeah. Carolina loves to show out for the first little bit of the season. So against the yep. Jets, the Saints, and the Texans, you know they played really. You know they played decent, and then they're just going to lose every game for the rest of the season. Like yeah. put money on it. This game. Losing twenty five to three to the Giants, Sam Darnold being benched. That's just like I mean, it's like that year they lost to Pittsburgh and then lost every game after that. It started off yep. six and zero, lost to Pittsburgh, and then everything just went to crap. But yep. I mean, they don't exactly have an easy schedule coming up. I mean, they got the Falcons, right? Which could put them back at five hundred, and I hope that well, they. When do the Panthers? When do the Panthers ever beat the Falcons, man? That yeah, that's very true. I mean, it is a divisional game. It at Atlanta. How... It's at Atlanta too. It doesn't so, matter how good of a season Carolina is having. That's that's always a, that's always a game. Yeah, always. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, even because they even lost that one season they went to the Super Bowl. They lost right. to Atlanta one time when they yep. went to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, but they got the Falcons, the Patriots, the Cardinals. That's a hard stretch right there. Washington football team they can beat. Dolphins they can beat. Falcons at home again toss up game. Then they get the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Saints, and the Buccaneers again. So, Panthers, ah, great. They are a great, like, first 
four games it's, of the season. Because even against the Cowboys, we expected them to lose to the Cowboys. But, like, that, they still at least made that game competitive. But now it's just like, whatever. Yep. Yeah. So, Washington and the Packers. I mean, I think we all expected we all expected Green Bay to win this game. I mean. Right. In those ugly, ugly uniforms. Yeah. Ugly. The, the, I'm glad you said it so that I don't sound like a Chicago Bears absolute freak. <laughs> Ugly uniforms. Yeah. And then, okay, so I know last week y'all kind of got on me for it, for saying that this was the most exciting game of the week. Y'all were like, bro, no way. But (laughs) Falcons and Dolphins, that was a good game. Yeah. That was a good game, and all around, I was very pleased with it, especially right there in the end. I mean, they won off of a walk-off field goal. The Falcons did. Yeah. So, I mean, can't tell me that wasn't the most exciting game of the week. Oh, man. So, Patriots-Jets, we don't really have to touch up on that one because who cares? Uh, Raiders and Eagles, is this a game any of our – anyone in our demographic even remotely cares about, the Raiders no, or the Eagles? Not really. No. Rams and Lions. Okay, I am going to spend a second on this game. Dan Campbell – I love him as a coach. And I think if he were coaching any other team, he would definitely be in playoff contention. Like, literally, yeah. almost any other team except for maybe, like, the Jets. And I, don't, I think that's really it, the Jets. Yeah. I think he'd be able to oh, – maybe the Texans. But any other team, Dan Campbell would have that team in playoff contention right now. 28-19, to 19, Rams take the game at home. So – Kind of a, a Matthew Stafford revenge game, but can you really call it that? Mm. Mm. I mean, it's the Lions, and they're like they right. have no wins. So, so this game, this next game, was actually a, a this score has never been done before. Cardinals and Texans, thirty-one to five. That score has never been done before. So, <laughs> in the history of the NFL, never right. done. So that was a very, just very whacking. Interesting game. I mean, there's a safety and then obviously a field goal by the Texans. So, congratulations, Texans, on having a safety. At least you did one good thing right this season. And then, any comments on that game, TK? Not really, no. Other than, other than, I really like the Cardinals this year. I really like the Cardinals this year. And especially with Zach Ertz on the team. I mean, he had five targets and a touchdown on three receptions. I mean, and Ky- three Kyler, five. Murray, Kyler Murray's playing his ass off. I mean, yeah, he really is. MVP? I don't know, man. Three touchdowns, one interception I on this see. game. I could see it, I guess. I think, yeah, I think Kyler Murray. What are his stats on the season? What are his stats on the season? You're asking me to look up stuff. That takes oh. time. But to know. answer your question, He's fifth in yards at 2002, fourth in touchdowns at 17, 19th in interceptions with five, and has the fourth best QB rating in the league. Is that right? I don't know. ESPN just says fourth. I don't know. It's 65.0, which I feel like is a very terrible number, but whatever. But, yeah, Kyler Murray, possible MVP candidate. Put him on the list. Is it – you don't think it's too early in the season to be calling that or – I mean, if 
Okay, let me put it this way. If the season ended today, he would have my vote. Sure. Yeah, so that, I'll just say that. I'll say it like that. If the season ended today, Kyler Murray, MVP. Or actually, I don't know. I might would do Tom Brady just because oh. he's a, he's so old and he's so good. He's <laughs> <laughs> just consistent. Yeah, he really is. I love it. I used to hate him, but I love it. Yeah. But moving on, Colts and San Francisco. Colts are kind of starting to get some traction. Yeah. I was sleeping on them a little bit, but three of the last four games, they've won, and the game that they lost went to overtime. Yeah. So, Uh, so, I mean, let's see. I think Carson Wentz is – I mean, I'm not going to say he's a good ball player. Eh, yeah. But, like, he doesn't look terrible. He's one of those – he's very middle of the road. I mean, he's yeah, not very good. middle. He's, like, the most mediocre quarterback you could possibly get. Oh. He's very Colts. Yeah. Like, modern-day Colts. I mean, yeah. I'm not talking Peyton Manning Colts, but he's, like, the perfect quarterback for a team – in a state that does nothing but focus on corn. <laughs> I mean, how often do you, I mean, if you're not a Colts fan, how often are you thinking about the Colts? I mean, come on, man. The, honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like, and same thing with the Indiana Pacers who play in Indianapolis. Right. Who thinks of the Indiana Pacers? Nobody. <laughs> not unless you're an Indiana Pacers fan. <laughs> the only the only real relevant thing that has ever happened to the city of Indianapolis is one, the Indianapolis 500. And two, Peyton Manning. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, we move on to Monday Night Football. The Saints beat the Seahawks 13-10. to 10. I believe Russell Wilson – yeah, Russell Wilson was not in. Geno Smith right. wasn't. Right. Geno yeah, Smith didn't play terrible. He just wasn't very effective. If that right, makes sense. and that, that begs the question, if they have Russell Wilson, do they win this game? I think they do, because I think New Orleans is the most fraudulent team out there right now. The 4-2, and two, like, loss to the Panthers, loss to the Patriots, loss to the Giants. I think they're very – they're either fraudulent <laughs> or, like, just cannot – they have no consistency. Man. But with no consistency, still fraudulent. I'm still saying they're fraudulent. Jameis Winston just – it's not its not it, man. Yeah, no, I don't – 19 for 35, 220. He did decent in fantasy. He did did decent in fantasy. He only only had one touchdown. Yeah. So – Drew Drew Brees, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Honestly, I miss Drew Brees on the Saints, even though he whooped the Panthers every year. There, I like the Saints more than I like Atlanta. So, yeah, that uh, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna tell you why I don't like the Saints, and it's kind of it's really kind of goofy. Um, way back when it was like Madden '08 or something ridiculous. It was way back when. Nice, <laughs> but way back when in Madden '08, you know, I used to take games and simulate them in Madden. And at the time, I'm like a diehard Panthers fan, like yeah. diehard, like more of a Panthers fan than I am a Chicago Bears fan. Which I'm, I'm. If you haven't been able to tell, I'm stalling. I'm talking about that game. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I used to go through and I used to put games on at night, just on Madden 08. And I wouldn't play the game; I'd just watch them. Watch I was it. a weird yeah. little nine year old. 
You know, I was just weird. I would do that. So, the one game that I watched one night, I watched the Saints and the Panthers at the Panthers, and the Saints beat the Panthers. And since then, I've hated the Saints. So, I don't know. Nine-year-old me hates the Saints. <laughs> Braden's looking at me and shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> Braden is a Braden is a, a huge Saints fan. Is uh, he? He was very crushed this morning. Um, he came oh. out of his room crying. I'm just kidding. He didn't actually do that. I love it. Braden. Wait, why? They won. They just <laughs> won a game. <laughs> he said this. He said the Seahawks were crying. I know. I'm saying he missed. Oh, oh gotcha, 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 gotcha. But okay, so I left. I left two games for last, and I'm really stalling to talk about the Bears. Um, because I'll probably we'll probably have to take a break before I get on the Bears again. But Titans and the Chiefs, twenty-seven to three. Yeah, Titans. Patrick Mahomes, what the heck? I, I what. You was know, that performance at this point at this point in the season I don't I don't know why people keep talking about him he I mean he, he because was, it's Patrick Mahomes and he's getting paid half a billion dollars true but I mean I don't know why people he's he hasn't had a great game all year he I don't I mean it we're we're at we're in week seven we're we're in week eight now week seven's over I mean, why? I mean, at this point, I would just expect that out of him. I, I would just be, you know what, man? Uh... See, see, that's where I have to disagree with you. I have to disagree with you because the thing is, that is the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is the whole Chiefs like branding. Uh, like I when you know. think the Chiefs, who are you thinking of? Right, I don't disagree. I mean, yeah, Tyreek Hill, yeah, maybe, but you yeah. ain't thinking of anyone else. Patrick Mahomes is the first name that you think of when you. Sydney, who do you think of whenever you think the Chiefs? Blake Bell. Who? I don't know. Can you look that up? Okay, look it up and get back to us. But, yeah, I kind of figured he was. But, anyways, when you think of the Chiefs, you think Patrick Mahomes. And, like, I don't know. It's like when you think of the Panthers, who do you – he does play for the Chiefs? Okay, well – you're no you fan, so when, whatever. It's like but, when you think of the Panthers. I mean, who do you think of whenever you think of the Panthers? Christian right McCaffrey. Now? Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. But back then, it used to be like Cam Newton. Right. And everyone expected Cam Newton to be the face of that franchise and perform and bring wins to that organization. Now, Patrick Mahomes is in a vastly different situation because he does have a Super Bowl. Or does he have two Super Bowls? Is it one or two? I think it's just one. I don't know. However many it is, he's got a Super Bowl to his name already at right. 26 years old, and he just signed this big contract for half a billion dollars. And, <laughs> I mean, so, like, it, it, there's there's an expectation that comes with that. Right. So, I don't I don't. Okay, so, yes, yeah, he has one. 2020. 2020, that's it. But it, I don't know. It just maybe the, it's just a I mean, Super Bowl time. hangover. It happens. It's a Super Bowl. Hangover. It does happen, right? Especially since I mean, we thought. I'm, now the only thing that I hope doesn't happen is I hope 2020 wasn't the year that Patrick Mahomes peaked, 
because unfortunately we saw it happen to Cam Newton where we saw right. it happen to Cam Newton where um you know twenty fifteen came, they went to the Super Bowl and lost, and then Cam Newton was never the same after that. You know, right. I mean, now he's floating by just waiting on a call from somebody. See, but so, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not so attached to Mahomes. Like I I really don't like if if that was his one good season, you know, man, that's cool. Like I I guess like it doesn't make a difference for me. I like he's a good quarterback. Oh no, it doesn't make it it doesn't make a difference to me too. It doesn't make a I difference mean, to me too. It's just the only thing is he's just getting paid so much money to carry that franchise. Oh. Right. He's getting paid half a billion dollars over the course of 10 years as $50 million a year. That is ridiculous. Right. But I don't know. All right. <laughs> but, I mean, ten- Tennessee is a decent team. Tennessee is a very good team. They are a very good team. And Derrick Henry really carried the workload. 29 yeah. carries. Right. I wish he was a little bit more effective. Because he only had 86 yards. Ryan but, Tannehill's 21 for 27, 270 yards. He threw an inter- he threw an interception, but yeah, but also a tutty. So, Der- yeah, like you said, Derrick Henry only had one carry for five yards, but it was a touchdown. Yeah. But go ahead, close the window. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, hello Memphis, but. Tennessee, who'd they lose to? They lost to the Jets. That was one of those weird games. The Jets were going to beat somebody that was just unexpected. So, that's just how it is. And then they lost to the Cardinals. So, yeah, I mean, that's football. I mean, I still think the Titans are going to be relatively – I mean, they could lose a few more games. I'm thinking they'll probably end the season losing like two or maybe three more games. So, like a 12-5 and season. Okay. That's what I'm predicting for them. But I, can see it. I yeah. think they'll go far in the playoffs. You think so? Yep. All right. I guess we got to hit up this game. But we don't have to first, talk about this game, buddy. We okay. have to talk about it. We're, we're going to have to because I'm, <laughs> I'm a good host. But before we do that, we're going to take a break. All right, let's get this painstaking conversation over with. Duh, Bears. Uh, Duh, Bears. I don't even know, like, what to think of this game. Like, I don't know what to think of this organization anymore. I mean, it's just, it is the sorriest performance by a team. New coach, man. New coach. Oh, my God. Like, like literally anyone else could have done a better job than this. New coach. That's it's all I that's all I can think of, man. I mean, honestly, like and here's the thing. There there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, just like especially after this game, Justin Fields did not have the best game. He had two for thirty-two and three interceptions. I totally agree. This is like a terrible game. But I can't put it on him. The dude is behind, you know, I think it was either – it was one of their tackles. I can't remember if it was the right or the left one. But they literally brought him up from the practice squad to play this game. And so he's under pressure the whole game. 
And on top of that, he's playing under Matt Nagy's system. I he can. I don't think you could have brought in the best quarterback of that rookie class or the last five rookie classes. Nobody can succeed in this system. Right. It's not possible. And I mean, like that—that's the—that's the question. Is it a—is it a player problem, or is it a—is it a coaching problem where they're not holding holding players to the the standard that they need to be held to? You know what so, I mean? So the thing is, I'm still on. Th- this is where my head is at. I'm still on board where the Bears have a great roster, but I truthfully believe it's just the coaching. I right. mean, they, they. I mean. It's the coaching and the general manager. I mean, Ryan Pace, instead of spending all this money on Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, they could have taken that money and provided whatever quarterback they had or were going to get with other assets on the offense, like a better O-line. But they're not right. going to do that because it's too logical. Yeah, but I mean, it's not even its not even just an offensive problem. The defense is getting ra- – especially this week, the, the defense got ran all over. Yeah, I, I I mean I'm right there with you. I mean I, I the defense is not up to par. They're not what anyone thought they. I mean we knew that they were going to have somewhat of a down year this year, solely based off of you know they're getting old. Right. To be blunt, they're they're getting old. Um, and, I mean the offense had a few good plays. They did have a few good plays. I mean I, I give them that, but it, the it's O-line. really. It looks like the O line just—I don't know, man. They just—they can't get it together. There's two offenses in this league that are worse than the Bears' offense, and it's—it's it's the Houston Texans and the New York Jets. So that should tell you something. Yeah, and then, and then, like I said on defense, it just looks like it, there's an effort problem. They're, I don't. Th- I don't think it's an effort. Pro- I mean, it is, but I think more not, of it is just that they're getting, they're getting older, and they're okay. no longer yeah. these players like Danny Trevathan and Khalil Mack. They're no longer in their prime. They're still good, but I mean, they're a substantial defense. They're, just they're like, they're a little bit better than they're. They're average. They're an average defense. I'm looking at it right now. They're average. They're not they're an average aggressive. defense. They're they're not great. They're not aggressive. No. They're, they, 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 it looks like they play very much to just be there. Not, yeah, to, to be there. Uh, but they play not to lose. You know what I mean? They're not, they're yeah. not mm-hmm. to stop them. They're playing yeah, just Yeah, well, the thing is good. they are losing. They are losing. Right. It's getting on my nerves. That's what happens. When you play not to lose, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and I think I made this point last week, but if you are a general manager or – Hell, a team owner and freaking old hag Virginia McCaskey ain't gonna do nothing. She needs to sell that team. I, I don't care. I, I like look, <laughs> love the Howes family for making these Chicago Bears and making the team that I absolutely love with everything that I have. But she needs to sell this team. She needs to sell the team to a football guy that loves this team and is gonna help bring them to a winning standard because the standard in Chicago for years has just been. Let's just put a product out on the field. It's never been so. You, so you think you know, let's just... make playoffs and blah 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 blah. Like I mean, it was John Fox and it was Matt Nagy. Like, do right. you think those are two so you coaches? Think it's that a man- are... So you really think it's just a management issue? I mean, it's obviously a coaching issue. I'm not delusional. But the coaches are there. Think... But the coaches are there because the management puts them there. 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it, de- it definitely starts on the top and goes all the way down because the owners pick the GM, the GM picks the coach, and the coach picks the players, and the coaches coach the player. Right. So, it, it, it does start from the top down. Absolutely. And I just think that Virginia and the whole McCaskey family, McCaskey house, whatever you want to say, it's McCaskey now. Yeah. They just – they have a football team. And they're right. satisfied with that. Right. Whereas, like a team – and I hate to bring it up. I hate to bring them up, but a team like Green Bay, why do you think that they're so consistently good? I, they're owned by that city. They're owned right. by the city. Right. So everyone in that city is invested and expect the Green Bay Packers to do good. And that is why they are so good. Right. Every year. Because that is the standard. Exactly. And I mean, even even – I hate to say this too. But even the Dallas freaking Cowboys, they have a standard of being good. And, I mean, we'll see Jerry Jones. He doesn't make the smartest decisions. But if they're not winning, he's at the very least going to put forth an effort to change the culture, change the coaching, change the players, whatever needs to be done to make a winning system. And look how it's paying out for them. Right, that's what I was going to say. We see where they're at this year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But – Man, the Bears—they—they uh, gotta figure it's, something out, man. I—I I just, I don't know. I'm at the point now where it's like, if they lose every game for the rest of the season, it's really not gonna expect me. It's like I'm so numb to it. It's it just, you know, I had that one season where they went 12 and four with Mitch Trubisky, and a double doink happened. And the double doink. Yeah, double doink. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey. Yep. Yep. Now, here is something I will say. I'm not saying the Bears would have ever won a Super Bowl. That, that's a little extreme. But I do think if the Bears had not missed that field goal, and I'm not going to put that game solely on Cody Parkey because, I I mean, football is a team sport. You know, the Bears should not have put Cody Parkey in that situation. Oh. And it was tipped. So, whatever. And he made the field goal before – they called a timeout. The Eagles called a timeout. But we won't get into all that. Right. But had they won that game, I truthfully and honestly believe that the standard for the Chicago Bears would have been totally different. I believe so? it would have been you need to make playoffs every year at the at the bare minimum. That is the expectation. Yeah. But instead, I mean, they, they made playoffs last year, but that's because the playoffs got expanded. Right. And so it just – it's like, oh, well, they made playoffs, so we should be happy. But now I think the standard needs to be you need to compete for a championship. You're in Chicago. You're in the third biggest market in the whole nation. I don't know why that's not the standard anyway. Yeah, across the board. I mean, I said it last week. If your team is not competing for a championship, change up some things. Like even the Lions, that's what they did. I mean, I get Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback. but They got him out of there. They got Jared Goff. And they got Dan Campbell. Now, granted, it's not working out for them, but it, I would much rather see the Chicago Bears be 0 7 right now, but make changes than see them be 3 and 4, but have the same mediocre crap every year. Right. I'd rather see them be super successful one year and then absolutely go to waste, but then change something to try to be successful again That's and then win league. nothing than see them change nothing at all and just be a mediocre team consistently. That's normally what it takes, man. So, but I mean, and the thing is, like, if I'm a Lions fan, 
I'm very excited right now about the future of the yeah. Lions. They they are the best zero win team in the history of zero win teams. Yeah, they are the best. So I'd be very excited for the Lions if I were the Lions. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that's my little tangent on the Bears. I mean, I yeah, honestly, and I I'm, I like the Bears, and I I like. I, I just I hey and I, I, this was this is what I was gonna say. I mean they're they've got they've got this week without Matt Nagy, right? He's he tested positive for COVID. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, he's okay. So there's a few things. I'm sorry to interrupt you and just continue to go on my tangent, but I'm gonna just stop you and get my piece out. Okay, <laughs> two things. One, I heard there were rumors that administration was looking at having a sit down with him, evaluating him possibly firing him this week. I do not know how much truth of that. Maybe I'm just being hopeful. I guess we'll find out. I guess we will find out. But here's what I do know. (sighs) This is going to be kind of bold. If the Bears go out, play the 49ers this week, and somehow win it without Matt Nagy there, I do not care if he has COVID. He needs to be fired. Right. He needs to be fired if the Bears win this game. Or I would even go as far as to say as you, if they keep it close. If they keep it within – if they cover the spread of three and a half points, Matt Nagy needs out of there. See, I think – yeah, I think you need to see the the how well the team plays compared yeah. and to it, I, I mean, honestly, past. I don't care that it's the middle of the season. The Chicago Bears are running out of excuses to keep him around. Right. They're running out of it. You know, it's like, oh, we beat the Raiders. Oh, we beat the Lions. It's like BFD. You're right. Like, we know he's not going to win a championship there. He needs to go. Like, I don't mind him being uh, – no, I he. I was going to say I don't mind him being in a coordinator position, but not for the Chicago Bears. He's got to go. He's got to be out of town. Get him out of there. Go coach the Packers. <laughs> like, go, just go ruin that team. And get it? I don't. I mean, you know. I guess you shouldn't base it off of one, how you are with one team, but. Yeah, I mean, he's an Andy Reid product. I mean, he's he comes off the Andy Reid coaching tree, and so everyone did have high expectations with him. And I mean, that one year he went twelve and four with Mitch Trubisky. I mean, that was kind of the okay. Matt Nagy can do something, and then he had the year after that where they didn't do so well. I think they went like eight and eight or something like that. It was like yeah. halfway. And we were like, okay, maybe it's just a down year. And then the next year he played even worse. Yeah. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And at this point, too many, uh, you know, more than two bad seasons as a head coach in the NFL and you need to get going. Right. So. Don't don't perpetuate mediocrity. Don't do no. it. Because that's what they're doing. And again, i you know, you made a good point. I believe it comes from the top and works its way down. Right. So, all right. That's my tangent on the Bears. We've been going on it for almost 15 minutes now. So, let's not annoy people. Let's move on, and we'll kind of end this podcast on this note. Let us talk about our fantasy league. Yes. How did you How did you do this week? I didn't even really pay attention. I oh, you did really good this week. You – you were the best team in the league this week. Congrats. Oh, man, this this week has me worried, though. Who do you have? 
You played – oh, it's the number one and number two team in the league. Yep. Oh, dang. What a game. So, this, yep. game, this game is going to determine the clear and defined number one because number one and number two is – they're both – TK's number two, send at six and one, and then it goes off a of points fronted who determines what position you get if you're in the same record. That's the tiebreaker. And yep. so – you're sitting at six and one, and this week, should you win it, you would be the clear, defined number one team in the league. And it looks like and I'm... Justin Herbert is on a bye. That yeah hurts. Yep. Ouch. And Russell Wilson is out. So you're gonna have to go with the rookie. Yep. You're gonna have to go with Mac Jones. Yep. But, I mean, regardless of the outcome of this game, you're still going to be the number two team. Right. Hey, man, we don't want to settle for number, for number two. Uh, you know what? That's the kind of that's the kind of leadership we need over there in <laughs> Chicago. Let me go. Let me go. Let me get over there in uh, Chicago. Honestly. But is there anyone you could possibly pick up that's better than Mac Jones? Or are there any tra- Cooper Cups? I in, need so a, that's good. I need a tight end right now. I looked at this. I looked at this trade you proposed. I don't know, man. I just what, don't know. Tony Pollard for David Montgomery? Yeah, I just don't know, man. Honestly, I think I made that trade because I I desperately needed a running back. <laughs> I desperately needed a running back. Did you? Yeah, you you proposed Christian McCaffrey. I rejected that one though. Yeah, we talked. Oh about yeah, that. I saw he's gone now too. But yeah. I I made a few moves in the league today, so if you just need a tight end, man. Hey, I have one. If you send me over a trade, I have two of them. I have Noah Fant yeah. and Hunter Henry. So, that two quality—they're quality tight ends. I mean, Hunter Henry is Hunter Henry's the number ten tight end in the league right now, and then Noah Fant sitting at a fat number six right now. So, but nah, the trade I made today—so it's crazy because both of our teams got better with the trade. I traded DeAndre Hopkins and DK Metcalf for Alvin Kamara, and for those who are about to judge me for this, my logic behind it is I already have people starting over both of those receivers. I have Jamar Chase, Cordell Patterson, and Deontay Johnson, who are all fantasy-wise producing a lot better than those two. And so now I have Najee Harris and Alvin Kamara and Ezekiel Elliott all as my running backs. I mean, tell me that's not at least a competitive yeah. team. Right. So I have I, I just don't have I just don't have the depth on my team. No, you really don't. No, no, I got depth for the next few years. <laughs> you know, I got DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle, Hunter Henry. I mean, he's kind of getting up there, 26. Deontay Johnson, he's 25. Zeke, 26. Noah Fant, 23. He's going to be good for a while. Jamar Chase, 21-year-old rookie. Dude's, <laughs> dude's younger than I am and freaking like the number one receiver in the league almost. Hey, man. We're, we're old. Let's just face yeah, it. I, I guess we are. I mean, I got people in my fantasy team younger than me. Oh, You're God. younger than me, right. God, I am old. <laughs> <laughs> Alma Kamara, 26. Najee Harris, 23. Josh Allen, 20. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. If I don't win a championship right here, it's a dynasty league. So we keep all of our players. But if I don't win a championship within the next three years, I'm going to be so mad. But... Nah, Cooper Cup. He he's really carrying your team this year. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are a few games that you probably would have lost that Cooper Cup 
not been on your team. <laughs> Third, almost forty points. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking back in the last few weeks. You've been in the top three. Have I really? Yeah, you have. Oh, wow. So, hey, but hey, congrats on, congrats on six and one. Thank you, thank you. Hope you're able to make it to seven and one. You know, I don't know, man. But we'll see. I guess we'll see. I'm telling you we what, though. Do a lot of looking around and moving around. And yeah, I know. But I'm telling you what. And firing. This, this week for me, I'm currently sit. So there are, 16, there are 10 teams total in our, in our league, and six of them make playoffs, which I mentioned today in the league. I feel like it's a bit much. So I think we need to split it into divisions, have the two divisional winners play the next best two teams. That's just, that's how I think it needs to be next year, but we'll discuss yeah. that towards the end of the season. Which, speaking of which, if we do have a team, we have our managers. This is a dynasty league. We're keeping them. But if one manager does leave, we'll have to replace that manager and have yeah. to manage another team. So, stay tuned. We may have a position open in this league. $25 entry and a winner take 225 Second place gets their money back. So, yes, that's how it's working. So, stay tuned. We may have a few positions in the league come the end of the season. Maybe. Who knows? But, where was I going? There are three, three, and four teams. Five, six, and seven. One of these teams is going to be out of the playoffs. Out of the playoff picture at the end of this week. So, I have to win this week. Because that's going to create some separation between being in the playoffs and being out of the playoffs. So... Yep. Mm. Also, yep. I have one more spot on my team, and I need to pick somebody up, but I don't know who. Oh, man. But, oh. but uh, I see. Before we head out, I want to see when I play you. Because I, I play I, you week 11. I also just want to say one thing uh, before uh, before we leave, I guess. And I, I mean, it doesn't really have anything to do with uh, fantasy football, but. Uh, just the fact that the Atlanta Braves are going to the World Series. The Atlanta Braves are going to the World Series, and I'm not going to say too much about it because my girlfriend's family is L.A. Dodgers fans, but no. they are because they're from Oklahoma. Oklahoma City's or the Dodgers minor league team is based out of Oklahoma City, so you know. But here's what I will say: I don't <laughs> care if you're an L.A. Dodgers fan. I don't care if you hate the Atlanta Braves with every bit of fire in your body. I don't care. If you were rooting for the Houston Astros in this World Series, there is a special place in hell for you. Yep. The deepest... Actually, no. It'd be like the ceiling of hell because, you know, heat rises. So if, you're a, if, you're a, if you're a Dodgers fan, you want Atlanta to, to win. I mean, yeah. I mean... Uh, you should, at least. Can I you mean, attest to this? Does your dad want the Braves to win. No. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want the Braves to win? I mean, uh, I mean, it's just thinking of anyone that watches baseball and anyone that's a baseball fan. After what well, the Houston that, Astros did, that true. That's that. That you, is you also just, true. Like straight up, I don't see how you could root for anyone else. I don't see how you could root or how you how you couldn't root for the Braves. Hey, I'm I sure mean, there's literally, somebody it's out like, there. Do what? There's, there's. I'm sure there's people. I mean, come on. The, At the I, city I mean, of Houston, I bet right. they're rooting for them. Right. 
But other than that, like, there's mm-hmm. no – oh, actually, that game's going on right now. Game one, the Braves are up 5 to nothing. bottom of the third. Braves nice. are up. <laughs> nice. I might have to turn that on once we get out of here. Yeah. But. Oh, man. But. That, that That's going to be good. It is. Well, I guess I need to go watch that game. Yeah. So, but, TK, this is a great episode, too. I think this is a great episode, too. Bennett and Cooper and AKG should be here next week, maybe. I'll be on here consistently. TK. Possibly. Depending on how your schedule pans out. Yes. Sydney is definitely going to make an appearance every time, and her little ears are going to perk up every time I mention Oklahoma or Spencer Rattler or. Oh, she's over here making vomiting. Do you want to have any concluding words about Spencer Rattler? No. Nothing? Nothing to, he doesn't deserve to have anything said about him. Oh, Oh, he's already lived rent-free in your head for way too long? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Actually, before we end it, where's Spencer Rattler going to go? Back home. Back home to... He's going to cry home to his mommy. And what, his Dodge Charger that they gave him? Two. Two? His two cars. It's ridiculous. One of them is a Dodge Charger, I think. He's ridiculous. Super flashy. But no, I read something. I think he's going to Arizona State. Yeah, that's where he's from. Yeah, he's from Arizona. So I think he's, I think he's going to Arizona State. I think that's, the, I think that's a clear front runner. We don't want him anymore. Because who do y'all have now? Caleb Williams. Do you just love him? He's ugly, but I guess. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I feel like I need to leave. But <laughs> speaking of leaving, I'm going to go leave and watch this World Series game. Yes. That is all for tonight, folks. Thank you all for listening. This is week two, episode two, the, the second episode of the podcast. TK, thank you for being here. We love y'all. Have a Well, I guess for us, it's nighttime, but we love y'all. Peace.